Welcome back to the Big Bad Beetle Bros. I'm Cam. I'm Nick. I don't know. (laughs) We're here with episode uh, 68 of the Big Bad Beetle Bros podcast and episode 15 of Beetleborgs Metallics. This, and you can't prove that. <laughs> this old, the old gray flabber. I was like, this, this old Hillhurst. This old flab, <laughs> he played one. He put his flab in my buns. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, so before we get into the meat of the episode, uh, I don't like saying oh, that. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna say my. that anymore. I will take Why my episode bugs? medium rare. <laughs> Uh, so before we get into the show, a couple announcements. Uh, we will be doing a short live stream celebration of the 25th anniversary of oh. Big Bad Beetleborgs. So we're, I don't know if it'll be on Facebook or YouTube or uh, Instagram live. And because I'm going to talk to TJ about the Why best way to do it. Well, it could be all of them, uh, but it'll kind of depend so on how we end up doing it. But uh, Tuesday, uh, September 7th is the 25th anniversary of the premiere of Big Bad Beetleborgs. Uh, the, the first you said season, September obviously. 7th? That's the one. And that's the 25th anniversary of Beetleborgs? The very same. Wow! <laughs> yeah. I really wish there was this visual. Just <laughs> No, no, no. That's part. It's... Well, no, not no, no, uh, not no. It's it's uh it's it's no, it's, it's no, the uh, not, it's no, our version no. of uh, uh, the uh, it's it's the emo uh, Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> the cabbage face. Yes. Yeah, the cabbage. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I was getting so tripped up. I was like, "There's a name for it. There's a name for it. For the visu- name for, for it." The visual for the uh, the viewers. <laughs> Uh, it, I was doing the world's laziest fucking cabbage patch. Yeah. <laughs> it was Glorious. the, uh, the uh, Meanwhile, Cameron and I are over here doing right the hustle. Move yep. from uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, except with, like, fists. Yep. By yeah. the way, check out r slash loaded diaper for Diary of a Wimpy Kid content. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean... I mean, yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm not wrong, but I'm yeah. also very not right. <laughs> well, we knew that. No, no, no. Uh, check, out r slash, <laughs> try, check out r slash fuck Manny for true, <laughs> true. artisanal shit. Diary of a Wimpy Kid content. So yeah, September 7th, we'll be jumping on uh, probably around our normal recording time. So probably around like 7 p.m. C- uh, uh, Central Standard Time. We'll so announce it. We have lives. Yeah, we'll, 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 say, we'll no, post no, it. It's going to be like 6.30? Uh, you mean 7? <laughs> you mean 8.30? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it more uh, it uh, about it beforehand because this episode will, uh, it'll air right before that. Green so. text open? Because I wanted you to read it. Whenever oh, okay. It. <laughs> uh, and then the, the only other announcement, this will actually be, uh, it'll be late for the live premiere, but just in time for the recorded pre- I kinda wanna premiere, read this. if that makes sense. Do you have a, like, uh, a scratch in your screen? We all screen it's a screen protector. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. Screens don't. Mine has scratches. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Godpunk RPG streamed on Twitch will be starting <laughs> this coming Sunday, which will actually be this previous Sunday for when this episode goes out, if my math is right. Uh, so, uh, hang, you know, jump over to Twitch, uh, oh shit, now I gotta find the, now I gotta find the damn name. Griffin, feel free to cut some of this muttering out if you want to. So yeah, the, uh, the, uh, uh, Godpunk Twitch streamed RPG will be premiering this coming Sunday, and then it'll be on, uh, YouTube and Twitch separately on, uh, you can go to YouTube, it'll be, uh, youtube.com slash official Godpunk, same, it'll, you know, pop up on Facebook and Instagram TV, Instagram, yeah, Instagram TV, Facebook TV, all those. Why is it talking? Don't do that. Uh, but it'll be twitch.tv. They're coming for you, Cameron. <laughs> twitch.tv slash Steve Sekai. That's S-T-E-V-E-S-E-K-A-I. Steve Sekai. For Steve- a second, I thought you, sp- you went S-T-E-V. <laughs> like Eve. S-T-E-V. Steve. 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 Uh, yeah, Steve is our uh, he's our game master for the uh, Godpunk RPG. So it'll be on his channel because he's already a Twitch affiliate. So I don't have to we don't have to do the legwork oh, on a whole new channel. Fancy. Yeah, your, your brother was a Twitch affiliate. <laughs> you know, your brother is also a lawyer. Why aren't you a lawyer? You're just a doctor. Whose lives do you save? 
if you've given up on your dreams of being a comedian. I just watched that the other day. That's all I can think of with that voice. Uh, so yeah, the RPG will just be kind of a uh, an expansion of uh, building off of episode, or episode issue zero uh, and jumping into a whole new adventure. It'll be kind of fly by night as we Goodbye, go. Goodbye, my dear. Oh. Fly by night away <laughs> from here. My shoppers are coming and I just can't pretend. So yeah, set my ship. If you guys want to tune into that, you can <laughs> follow you official Godpunk on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and all the posts, all the links will be posted there when it goes live, um, after it's live and pre-recorded and posted elsewhere, and all that stuff. So if you guys want to tune in, um, it'll probably be like an hour or two hours every stream uh, and every video, and then the plan is to eventually cut that down into more like manageable bites for a podcaster, uh, additional YouTube channel or something. So. Be sure and check that out because that's going to be kind of fun. We'll probably do one episode a month is what we're planning on doing right now. That may become more or less depending on the availability of everybody. Neil Pert. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> well, I was trying to think. I'm Neil like, Pert I know there are a couple of people from uh, Rush that died. And I was oh, trying yeah. to think of who just did. I was like, I don't feel like it's Getty Lee. But for some no. reason, somebody's like, it was Getty Lee. No, it's Neil <laughs> Pert, the, the drummer. Yeah. Uh, the, the dude, like... One of the best Take this one. You know what? Turn off the podcast. Go, <laughs> go and and listen to uh, uh, <laughs> movie pictures. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. I because it's power windows. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, well, I always forget the Y Y Z. Sorry, Y Y Z because they're Canadian. Yeah, just go ahead, listen to that, absorb all of Neil Peart's drummy goodness, and then go try to play that fucking song on Guitar Hero. God damn it! You know what? Actually, this is a bad time to not have Aaron on the pad podcast because Aaron and I both. For those of you who haven't been following, like bad little viewers, we Aaron and I lived together at one point, and without internet, we had to make our moan. Make our moans. Have to make our. I mean, we did, but no, we had to make our own entertainment offline, which meant buying a lot of games and down. Downloading a lot of movies. I mean, legally obtaining a lot of movies and TV shows. But uh, one of those was we made it a goal to uh, play all of Guitar Hero. And uh, I believe YYZ's on 2. A lot of the great ones are I, on 2. I think it is on 2. We went to, Aaron and I, during a work trip, went to a uh, Dave & Buster's to try and kill time. And there was a Guitar there was, Hero? There was a Guitar Hero cabinet. Did he slay? What? He's so good at yeah, it, though. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We did a mass... Uh, is it a Mastodon song? Yeah. And it was like, it was preset to an obnoxiously oh. difficult level. I was going to say, either and Aaron was like, no, I can do it like on the max difficulty. No, or it was just like the la whoever played last had put it at like. And you can't change that? You can, it's, but we just didn't pay attention to it. Ah. So we like just picked a song and didn't do anything else with any of the presets or anything. Didn't really expert. even customize characters. Yeah, it was only expert mode. And then we got into it and like I hit like maybe two correct keys and then Aaron like did he did well enough to pass and move on to the next round and I did not. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. My cousin uh, did that. But it was atrocious. Oh, uh, literally just yeah. was mashing the whole thing, got through it. And he goes, I did it. I fucking yeah. did it. Was it the last <laughs> Baron of the North Star? I think so. Cool. Um, do, you, do you think so because you think so, or do you think so because somebody who uh, might have a little bit more uh, knowledge... Uh, just said a name that you don't know. No, that sounds familiar. Oh, okay. You might have a little. Well, because I do, I do I that a lot. That I know it was down. a long. <laughs> I know it was a long name, and it was something star. But that's okay. all I got. And I don't like. I don't listen to Mastodon because that's, much, that's so like know. one of the the more apparently one of the more difficult Mastodon songs to play. Which I didn't know there was a particularly difficult Mastodon song to play because no disrespect to them as a band, and I have listened to a handful of their. Uh, Songs, but uh, don't I, necessarily I, complicated. I yeah, I didn't see them as being one of those too technical. Like I didn't see it being like through the fire and the flames. No, you know? yeah. like they're not power metal, well, well, right? <laughs> and that song is like specifically made to be difficult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're done here. This episode. episode. No, <laughs> I know. Three typical average kids love to read their comic strips. Yeah. Got their wish, maybe game. Big bad beats on board. Big bad.
<laughs> well, so like open the, up upon a story. I, st- I the, stopped contributing when I was like, I'm just gonna wait till we get back to the episode. The the stuff in this episode goes by fairly quickly, <laughs> which was a little surprising. Uh, I liked this episode. It's it's yeah, called it uh, the old. Then Great you're a traitor and a murderer. <laughs> All that, right. one, that one almost killed yeah. me. No, I made sure it was eight o'clock, so she's she doesn't she gets off at eight, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. Whew. I was gonna feel real bad if she didn't. <laughs> Dogs barking down the street. I, <laughs> I tried to make a pretty That's conscious effort to keep the voice down yeah. before then. Yeah, eventually I'll get my soundproofing back up. <laughs> eventually we'll, we'll move the studio to a goddamn bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we'll you know, there. whenever uh, I move into my new apartment, maybe we can just use the uh, the closet that I'll eventually use for my recording. And <laughs> we can all just stuff ourselves into a non-ventilated room in the, which we have no wiggle there's area. There's a crazy number of people who just record in a closet. Oh, yeah, the that's the way. entire like, reason why I was like, okay, maybe I should do that. Yeah. Right? Because, like, <laughs> it's, it's totally apparently valid. really e- The soundproofing is astounding. Yeah. All you do is you hang up, like, one at one blanket. Yep. Yeah, like, and it's a my, the blanket that I use is a comforter, and it's huge, so it's super thick and malleable. So, like, I can wrap it around a corner and hang it up, and it has some solid soundproofing. So I'm like, I'm ready to get into the new place and set up a closet. That's the only reason I would ever want a master bedroom, to be honest, is so I get closet. the big closet yeah. to record in. If mine wasn't full of shit, it would be all right to record it. Rinnan a part. Matt. If I took our shelves I down, ours would Closet's like a bag, guys. We're going oh, no. to knock the wall out of that closet and combine them, too. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this... The old guy keeps saying... knock this wall out? So, speaking of artistic methods, we open up on this episode with... Yeah, so Les is painting a giant canvas. Uh, we uh, like It's it, bigger than him. It's, it's, it's like, like a six-foot... Like oh, a six it's, foot it by has four. to be bigger than six, bigger right? Than, it's like an eight... Maybe like I was going to say... Yeah. It's it's like, like eight, eight by, by four, five, or five. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. I've worked with one canvas. Oh, it's close it's to eight that and a half by eleven, but instead of inches, <laughs> it's feet. <scaled> up. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like an A five standard paper. Big. Yeah, yeah. It's usually just like big paintings of the fucking Crimean War or something. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those things I that it's like Crimean. Uh, that's like a five hundred dollar canvas. <laughs> And it's going to take like $3,000 worth of paint because it's just so fucking huge. And he's painting a oil portrait of Flabber cheap, on it. Yeah, <laughs> No, they're not. I, I really wanted to dip into oil painting and I looked at him and I was like, you know what? I'll stick to acrylic yeah. for my toe dipping. The, the cheapest oil paints are like the second to most expensive acrylics. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I went yeah. to go start it up myself. Unless you get like a kid's like, kit or ah. something. I may leave my oil painting days to the days it was supplied to me for free. <laughs> right. Can we, so you know how, I mean, granted, we are entering phase two electric boogaloo of the panic, of the pandemic. And, <laughs> no panic works. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the pandemic panic. Uh, panic at the but, pandemic. Uh, so you know how they have those classes where it's like, it's not even like a class. It's it's like you go to a painting yeah, yeah, yeah. Expose it's like a wine and painting like, thing. And you yeah, and there's one. I, there's one like life. Yeah, uh, you're supposed to do like. Thing. Oh yeah, paint this uh, picture of an orange somehow sucked yeah. into a wine bottle or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, I've never been to one. Or paint models. a nude person. That's what I look forward to because it seems really hard to find certain areola shades, and that seems like a challenge I want to undergo. But no, I think Beetle Bro should. Oh, you put him as a sip. Sorry. Uh, no, I, I went into my digital art because I was like, that is really something I've thought about. And it's like, oh, no, because I, I've uh, learned some new techniques mm-hmm. of uh, alpha locking and stuff of where I can only paint a certain layer, like inside certain lines. And uh, they host a couple of those classes. Well, they've had one at Studios Inc. before. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, they're paint, uh, Les is painting this giant canvas. Oh my and god, he's really in the beginning? Yeah, that's what I was less. saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's painting, why Cameron was like... <laughs> he's painting on this giant canvas, and it's a portrait of Flabber. I assumed it was going to be this week's monster, but it was it was a paint, a portrait of Flabber. And it's, realistic. it's yeah. way better than anything he's ever done. He's doing it with assumingly oil paintings. Yeah. Or oil paints. It looks and like... And you see his pastel, and you're like... What the hell can you make with these yeah, colors? It's like, like oh. light blue, bright yellow, orange, so, purple. Like, yeah. It is nice that they match the palette to Flavor's color oh, palette. Yeah, That's yeah. a good it touch. It realistic. A lot yeah. of people just have, or uh, people, 
a lot of the cartoons and shows just have <laughs> the primary colors me. on it. Yeah, red, blue, green. Yeah. Uh, red, blue, yellow with some like green or purple muddled somewhere. But this had like the ex not the exact, uh, but it, it was it was yeah it was the palette. it was his yeah it was his base color palette. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so this is um, it's a picture of Dorian Gray. That's what the premise of this episode is. Which we don't really find out. It's not if exactly not, like, that, but it's familiar. Close. Like if I was a kid, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. No, if mm. I was a kid, I definitely would have known the Dorian Gray story because it was. I didn't know that until after League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Really. Okay, I was gonna say it's in they they like rehash it in a lot of different exactly, media, but oh, yeah. like especially sci-fi stuff. And that's that's yeah. the thing. The yeah, reason why I know about a lot of the the old stuff, any of us really, is because it's just referenced in so many things. Yeah. And this uh, Dorian Gray is one that like is referenced in a lot but it's not as like on the nose like frankenstein's monster is yeah it's usually a spin like that. on that like, concept monkey's of, paw yeah. like it, it doesn't have like that strong of a, a, a an iteration that bring it doesn't does it have a universal iteration i don't think it does i can't think of a film that just is a picture of dorian gray there, I'm yeah, sure no, there is one league but. of extraordinary gentlemen is like a lot of the things that weren't universal uh, so I think yeah. they're owned by the diff like by different people. Uh, it's probably public domain probably? at this point. Yeah, well, uh, I would assume, uh, like, Sean unless the mouse has its hands on the, uh, He was the Jekyll? explorer. He went, no, no Sean explorer. Connery's character, the gunman um, that was yeah, in yeah, Africa. Yeah. I can't think of his that. name. Yeah. Um, oh, picture of Dorian Gray. Uh, Between him and well, Captain Nemo that was taken from Ten Thousand yeah. Leagues Under the Well, most of them. All of them were pieces literature. of literature yeah. that were like, oh, imagine if those were just biographies instead yeah. of just fantastical works. Which is a fun, oh, yeah. a fun it concept. It is. It's so fun. It's picked we up a few times and stuff. In fact, we wouldn't have a lot yeah. of our imaginative ideas. The Librarian for series that. of films and the show is uses that premise a yeah. lot. Uh, yeah, I so this is like, it's almost the opposite of A Picture of Dorian Gray because it's... So in picture of Dorian Gray, it's the yeah, portrait. The premise. So the, the portrait, it like there's this magic, this portrait that's like charmed for Dorian Gray, and it's the he can like continue all these vices and drinking and yeah. I was and gonna say there's stuff. some lead up. He's a pretty yeah. frivolous. He's a, he's a, he's a real rich dude. hedonistic guy, it's the and he wants to be able to continue yeah. to do that and not have any consequences. So story about how he has his portrait, and it's like head. charmed. So that like everything he does to his body will happen to the portrait and not him. Yeah. Um, and then like eventually it bites him in the ass. Yeah, because and, oh, you're free of repercussions yeah. until you're fucking not. Yeah, it's it's a monkey's ball. Yeah. And so this is but like, you don't get three wishes. Yeah, this is not that because what happens is and they say this that Flabber's been around forever and he's going to continue to be around forever. But like Phasms don't get old, but if we make this magic pick portrait, it will continue. It will get old and then reflect onto we'll Flabber him evolved. getting old. Now, yeah. when we initially watched this, Cameron, you brought up a fine point that I think is the only way we can really headcanon this. So you said that maybe the canvas, because as any artist knows, a canvas of this magnitude, it's not exactly cheap. Like, first yeah. of all, you have the wood frame, and then you have the canvas itself, and then I, you have all of the paints that go into it. Especially if it's not pre-stretched. Oh, my it's God. Like a custom yeah, cut exactly. Yeah. Orders. Like, I have one canvas that is the biggest canvas I've ever owned, and I still haven't used it because I'm, I'm like, I have to know what well, I'm doing. that's not a moving blanket? <laughs> yeah. And it's... it's Not exclusively the character, but for that material, well, I think... Yeah, but it's it's so big that it, it's one of those things that like you I should paint something that I want to like hang in the house. It's like looks yeah, right. I don't know like a, a landscape or something. Like God Punk, your so first standalone comic of which you can be the most proud of. Yeah, but I just have a poster. Of oh that. wait, no, how big, is, how big is it? It's like four foot by three and a half. It's, oh, it's not really much big. different that's from not your terrible. Uh, it's about the size. Of, it's bigger than the poster, but yeah. not by much. Cool. Uh, but okay. it's, it would be the it would be the biggest thing I'd ever painted by like a factor of two. I have never. I think the biggest painting, the biggest canvas I've ever painted on was like two foot by three. That's the first time. And that's I've almost twice the size. Something as like twice as big by saying a factor of two. Well, I was gonna say a factor <laughs> of three, but it's I I painted something that was like two by three, I think, or okay. one and a half by three. It's hard uh, when you're dealing with uh, two different dimensions. 
Yeah, and like it was custom, so it wasn't a proper dimension, but because it was like a rectangle, really thin. But Wait, anyway, so why do you have this large amount of? They do a Dorian Gray type thing, but the premise is they're going to age the canvas and it will magically age Flabber. And then, like, obviously he will, like, wither and die. (laughs) They're literally declaring a war of attrition. Yeah. (laughs) And the whole premise of this is that they somehow think that if you get rid of Flabber... You are able to buy his powers, I guess. And stuff. Like, yeah. There's no there leading into thinking that like <laughs> once Flabber dies, his power dies. Like it's a it's a solid yeah. idea. It's it's a solid like if you regardless getting options, rid of Flabber's a good option regardless. Exactly. He's, he's he wouldn't be able to bring him new powers. Pretty much all powerful. Yeah, exactly. And they've gotten um, rid of their powers before. And as we saw, it only took, what, 58 episodes before you catch up to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before they have to upgrade. Right. So this Jesus. is their premise. They're going to go give this canvas to Flabber. Uh, and back at Hillhurst, Flabber's trying to take a photo with all the kids. There's not really a reason why. He's just trying to take a photo. And it's, it's the homies, camera's man. out of batteries. Yeah, we get a really creepy, oh, like, smile oh, for the oh, camera. Man. And Flabber's smile... Gets big, wider than oh, all of it, the people. It's, it's Oblina oh. from All Real Monsters. Yes. you remember her? Oh. She was she, so one of her common tricks was disguising as an umbrella because she has a stick body with a curved little bottom area. Like a yokai. I didn't feel comfortable. Oh God. Like the umbrella uh, yokai. She she's 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 a J flipped horizontally, um, or no, flipped vertically. Yes. Yeah, because, dude, I hate that because, well, whenever I think about it, I think, like, I don't know. I don't want to get, no, we're to try, no. Yeah, think of flipping I, it on I plane. fuck it off every time, but yes. Yes. Uh, flipped get, vertically, I get you. she's an, a J flipped that way. Yes. Uh, uh, but, yeah, they're like, yeah, it's this big creepy smile thing, and then they... They don't take the picture because they don't take the picture because the camera's batteries are dead. Oh yeah, who? Uh, one of the kids is. Taking Roland the is gonna take the picture, and okay, I thought they were gonna like do a cool like he hits, uh, hits the hits but, the thing and then and then like, runs, runs over real fast without and then runs back and catches it. Yeah. That would have I thought that was gonna be a fun thing, and uh, but they didn't end up doing it. Why didn't you write the show, huh? Hey, I <laughs> so I just gotta point out maybe you haven't watched almost a hundred episodes of Beetleborgs if you expected something that pleases us. I know. Uh, and then the we get the dregs, the oh, Pachycephalosaurus guy and the spider guy. Uh, carrying this giant canvas wrapped in uh, brown paper and a little red bow with a card for Flabber on it. They walk it up, drop it up, drop it off at the front of Hillhurst, and then run away. And they're like, ding dong, <laughs> like, they, they're in I the doorbell. Like yeah, they, because everyone here. And flat, they like answer. They're like, "Oh, it's for Flabber," and he gets all excited. Somebody yeah. got something for him. You, you get to see a really oh. raw experience of what his ego is because he Genuine does one joy. tear. Goes, "Oh, it's a portrait of me." I, yeah. We have I to still find think where it to put it. Been the Hitler dog portrait from all this. Just cranch my face on it with the chin (laughs) something about this dog i just i don't like it i'm i'm about 90 percent sure it was just a portrait of mr house that was (laughs) really oh it's capitalism (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they they like spend uh like a minute or two trying to figure out where to put the painting and finally they get it hung up thanks to uh the kids using their powers to help move it around uh, cause I mean, the thing's taller than like, it, it's like as tall as Frankie. Like it's really huge. Dude, so all the monsters are moving it around. Yeah, it's like yeah. a it's 10 all, foot frame. It's like yeah. 8 foot 5. Yeah. 8 foot by 5. Yeah, yeah. 8 and a half foot by <laughs> 5 foot. Yeah. Or by 11 Cause it's, foot. God yeah. Ooh, that'd be a skinny one. It's like it's as tall as Frankie and, and Frankie's probably oh, like a, a good 7 to 8 foot in the full, like from the head to the lifts. <laughs> And so, like, the monsters get tired of moving it. Lift bone. Drew telekinesis it over, and then Roland clears the the wall. Yeah, Yeah. brain Brain powers powers it. it. Sorry. Dude, we're 68 episodes in. Yeah, so they get it hung up, and then Flabber (laughs) goes over and, like, 
Flapper goes over and like hugs the portrait, and these like ghostly hands reach out and like caress him. God. These hands, and that's like are the spell caressing. taking hold, I guess. These hands, <laughs> making the pottery like ghost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, <laughs> and then we cut. Back over to the cemetery, oh, and man, the, the uh, crustaceans are bitching at less because they need a monster. They've done this one. We got to wait for this to take place. Now we need something to distract the Beetleborgs, so we need a monster. He's like, I got it. I, I know exactly what we're doing. Triple Saurus Rex. <laughs> like... A what? <laughs> like, damn it, Les. My favorite part is every time Les makes his reveal, and Nukas is just like... I, got... I guess. All right, dude. Sure. And so uh, this <laughs> is like I have a choice. <laughs> so Triplesaurus Rex, uh, his Japanese counterpart's name <laughs> is Violent Dragon Beast Dinozara. Hold on, it's 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 actually it's Violent Dragon Beast Dinozara. So uh, uh, who wants to describe Triplesaurus Rex? So okay, I'm 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 taking this over. Yeah, no, it's, no, you got this one. That one's all yours. So okay, the, the reason why this one is mostly a normal T-Rex. So imagine that, right? But shoulder blades. Right out of them, they have two fins. They're not tentacles. They're not anything else. They're fins coming out of the shoulders. And he has a left and right head. That's a left right center. And uh, he, uh, the, he has, like, two regular T-Rex claws in the front. So he's a normal T-Rex with, like, three other T-Rexes combined and somehow ambiguously fins. And I gotta tell you, so the left head is like, you know what? What if maybe we said gay marriage or valid? And then the right head was like, that's bullshit, and also you're paying way too much in taxes, and a multiple political person. <laughs> exactly. And then the central head is like, I don't know, maybe both sides have a point. And the left side's like, hold on, did you really just say that, like, a war machine has the same points as a head that's like, maybe people should live? So, I don't know. And then Cameron came back and could take over this podcast while I go So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got to the, uh, the uh, politicization of this character because I thought it was kind of key to the whole episode. But <laughs> That he's a fucking political <laughs> compass meme? Yes. And a dinosaur at the same time yes. somehow? We do have to actually make the political compass meme using his faces now, though. Oh, my um, God. The, the concept ah. art does, as usual... Such a better job of illustrating that this is like three T-Rexes hodgepodge together through like a Dude, he's the a fucking fly chimera. problem. Yeah. It's the fly. I'm brindled sore. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like his actual like form, the the two side heads like don't have eyes. The teeth are way too big in no, all of them. What is that called? The vestigial? Vestigial organs. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they look like. They're... Two the, the, appendices the twin, heads. The like the twin. The like you have your twin still on you, but it's dead. <laughs> or like oh, brain oh, dead. Uh, I don't know what the word the is. Um, it? It's not. I mean, I mean, I don't guess that would be vestigial. Vestigial is like an appendix. It's like a, an I organ thought, that you don't use anymore. Is it vestigial twin? Mm, maybe. Uh, well, you figure that out. So I, I apparently this guy has like electrical powers. It is. Um, I don't know why. Really, so this is probably my favorite monster design we've gotten so far, and it's not good. <laughs> God, even when we're being nice to these episodes, we can't be nice to these episodes. No, like, the name Triplesaurus Rex is better than it could be, but worse than it should be, which is par for the course. Almost, but not quite. Yeah, it's it's a real horseshoes and hand grenades situation. I said and, baby, Borgie. Uh, damn it. I meant to say that in the first. Right after they uh, introduce this guy, we go back to Hillhurst and Flabbers in a full suit walking the monsters around who are in like Hawaiian tourist <laughs> shirts. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's, he's not in a full him. suit. He is in a monkey suit. Yeah. Uh, he's totally in the uh, tour guide 
outfit. Yeah, and he's uh, they've got velvet ropes around the portrait, and he's giving the whole tour spiel. Like, this is the prize of the Yeah, prize you know, of the all gallery. of the people who were there when it fucking arrived. And they're all rolling with it. Like, Mums is like, it's almost like he's standing right here. <laughs> like, okay. It's in flab deep! <laughs> Wobbling the painting. <laughs> and then the, uh... It's a fucking sooner! He he pulls out... The, so the kids show up Office right then. Off of that. God, God, that's not... That's, oh, man. <laughs> the kids walk in right then as he's doing the spiel, and he grabs a suitcase, and he's like, oh, that's a good thing you guys were here, because uh, today's good deal is it's bat day. And he opens the suitcase, and just bats fucking fly everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Which... For those of you who don't know, a lot of baseball stadiums around the continental United States have a bat day. Bats, glorious bats, <laughs> swing them, coat them in pine tar, uh, where people bring or are able to buy bats. Mm-hmm. It's Usually I don't really understand stuff. it, but you know what? Baseball. Or those base- little footlong sluggers. Yeah, the Louisville. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little souvenirs. Uh, I had a Louisville Slugger for the longest time, and I, I, I either accidentally threw it out or I lost track of it, and I'm really sad. Oh, I definitely think I broke mine as a kid. <laughs> I, had a, I had a picture of me before I ever even got that, and then got that, and I only have the picture, and it's like, all right, yeah, here's a picture of me before I got a Louisville Slugger. Are you turned on by that? <laughs> because fun fact, women are turned just downright like insatiable horny by the fact of you having a uh, two and a half foot Louisville slugger replica. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Well, that's what you call it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my penis? Yes. This so, is my two and a half foot replica of Louisville slugger. That's weird. <laughs> Wait till you see my two and a half mile replica of the Marianas Trench in my ass. <laughs> So while Flabber is showing off this portrait, he's like caressing the head and all of a sudden the hair has like a Mr. Fantastic gray streak in it and then it pans down to and uh, yeah, they pan down to Flabber and his hair is now going gray. There's a name for it. There's something wings, gray wings or something. Yeah, it's like there's an adjective. You know those like touch of gray. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Well, no, salt and pepper. That's like mixing. Like like me. Me, I'm I'm getting salt and pepper because I have gray hair just fleckered throughout uh, that is hard to hit. Yeah. But then again, I'm only 26 and getting rapidly to 30. It's okay. My beard's almost completely salt and pepper now when I grow it That's completely. That's better out. than your hair, dickweed. <laughs> well, mine's just falling out. You also out. <laughs> grow way better facial hair than me because you don't have as much native blood. That's true. So but your, your hair- Irishness is like... Alright, ladies, this is what our follicles are. Make our last stand here! And then they're like, our last stand is just further and further down the neck. That's true. Your hair's not falling out, though. That's No, my hair will probably never fall out. The only reason my dad's hair fell out was because he went through chemo, so... (laughs) Mine will fall out before it goes gray, but my beard's gonna go gray by the time Well, not all of it. You'll have yeah, a I'll decent have, bald I'll have the monk ring. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're going to be a total... Uh, I'll just oh, shave it by that point. Who's that from point. Robin Hood? Uh, you have Maid Marian, and who's who's the, the oh, religious the, guy? The monk. Yeah. Uh, he's not a monk, friar, though, because uh, he's a Christian. Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck. Yes, oh, he's yeah. a friar. Yeah, that was so close. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I will probably shave my head before that. But Flabber gets the that Works like touch of gray look, and the kids are like, um, Flabber? The fuck? <laughs> and there's like, yeah. is this a bit? <laughs> and there's really, I mean, there's no reason to not think it would be a bit. That's a thing that he right. would do is Flower make himself is look old. So the type of person that would. Yeah. So uh, he like, then his voice starts changing. Like it starts getting real grovelly. That's going, oh, old sonny, you know, like, oh, all that old bag. Yeah. Like, and he, I can't quite hear you. He makes a big deal about like flabbers, like Even phasms though, don't get old. I don't know yes, what's happening. And that's why I maintain the headcanon of that, like magic in this universe, whatever it it's powered by 
imagination slash willpower. Like, mm -hmm. if you believe something is going to do something, it's going to do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's how the orcs from Warhammer 40. Exactly. Work. No, exactly. Like, <laughs> that really is exactly how that's they work. how the Beetle Blasters fly. It's how the Beetle Base configured anything. It's it's literally just the Shit, power it has of belief. A basis. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, it's uh, a tulpa of superhero yeah. and supervillain persona. Pretty much. And we so established that already. They though. they finally uh, they're like trying to figure out ways to like prevent him from getting old because they don't really know what's happening yet. Other than they've well, they pointed out that like, the portrait is changing. They no as well. longer point out that he's got the gray wings. Then they look back. And he's full Doc Brown. Yeah, full Doc Brown, starting to get facial hair. <laughs> yeah. And then the next shot, he's got the a full old man. Uh, he's got the Sanford Dole. Yeah. yeah. The next <laughs> yes. 10 minutes is basically going flapper being like, oh, God, why am I so old? And the kids being like, oh, God, what's happening? And then him being like, oh, God, why am I so much older than I was a second ago? Like that yeah, for it, about 10 minutes. Yeah, it goes yeah. like that for and half then, the episode. Uh, like they they start to go like, oh, like Fangula will just turn him into a vampire and he'll stop aging and be immortal. Yeah, they come up with solutions. Yeah, and it's and like, oh, honest, we're going to get vampire flabber. That'll fair, be fun. But they they've never established that. Does your flabber not bleed? <laughs> yeah. Is he tangible even? Like, yeah. is he par always well, tangible? What is a he has power <laughs> over... He's a real Franklin Richards, yes. really. For those in the comics that don't know... He's an Omega uh, level. The Fantastic <laughs> Four, of level. course, has consisted of uh, Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, uh, John... Or, not John. Uh, ben Grimm, the uh, Thing. Uh, and then, most notably... You have Sue Storm as the invisible woman capable of making force fields pretty much anywhere, uh, including your own brain. She's like the most OP hero ever. Yeah. And not ever. That's, a, that's disingenuous. Sentry uh, might be the most OP to ever because they had to nerf him with agoraphobia. But... Uh, her and uh, Reed Richards. And Reed Richards and Sue Storm end up having a son in another reality, and it gets kind of blended together. They have a son, but he doesn't exactly have the mutant powers, and then things happen, and then he does have the powers, and whatever. Uh, but Franklin Richards is literally like the Scarlet Witch, who, if you've watched WandaVision, you know, they have power over reality. Yeah. Franklin Richards <laughs> defeated... Two Celestials! Yeah, it's like he... He's like five yeah, it's like when he, he defeated those Celestials. It's like he is an Infinity Stone, basically. Yeah, he's the power of the universe. <laughs> yeah. He's like all that cosmic energy, uh, radiation waves, uh, uh, the, yeah, the other... Power Cosmic. And power Cosmic, that was the other yeah. thing. It was like all those three things just combined. And Franklin, yeah. you know what he does... Do you know what he does? He creates a universe inside of his closet, and he's like, hey, me and my best friend, uh, what is he called, Leech, or uh, something like that. There's a there's a, a moloid or something that, like, drains power yeah. that is able to keep Franklin's powers in check, and that's why the room together initially in the Future Foundation, which, by the way, read Future Foundation comics. They're really keen. You have a lot of Valeria Richards, who's, like, three-year-old... And, like, discovering all the things that reads, like, oh, man, I'm really smart, but I should hide this from my wife. And then she's like, huh, so daddy hid this from mommy. It's a good run. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a great run. I, I, I forget my point, and I forget why I got there, and we should get on with the episode. I'm sorry. Well, they tried to... Oh, well, we were talking about, like, the tangibility of Flabber, and he's kind of, like, hyper-OP, but they have to nerf him all the time, like Franklin Richards. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan, I'm right. telling you, he's yeah. just Dr. Manhattan <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan that went to comedy school. He, uh, he doesn't have to went to clown college. <laughs> letting everyone think he's evil anymore. He's come back. <laughs> he disguised himself as Jay Leno. He is Flabber. <laughs> he just watched Doc a bunch of late night. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan going to comedy school, isn't that just Patch Adams? <laughs> Fair. Uh... 
So, like, yeah, they try. Uh, Fangula was going to turn him into a vampire, but then he gets distracted and tries to eat Roland. And yeah, he's a book. like, oh. It's so. Because he has Flabber's hand I'm, half an inch from his mouth, and he's yeah. like, where well, he stops at first. Oh. But I need to get the kids, who are also completely in on and allegedly, from our context clues, consenting to the plan. Yeah. They, they, they're just standing there letting him do it. He's and about he just to goes after Roland. He's Therefore, like, the only conclusion is, Fangula's fucking racist. I mean, he is like... Really old and from the old country. <laughs> yes, a European possible. country in like central to European Europe. Like it was Transylvania taken over by the Nazis. Romania was taken over by the Nazis. Yes, so Transylvania, Romania, was taken over Bulgaria, by the Nazis. all of that. That they were they were swimming yeah. through all of that. Yeah, we don't know when he came over. Chances are, if there isn't a folklore about it, the Nazis didn't go to it because they really chased that supernatural shit. That's true. Uh, Yeah, and then, speaking of supernatural shit, Mums says, oh, we'll, we'll... I'll embalm him. Like the Egyptians, yeah. oh, ancient Egyptians know how to do this. Ancient Egyptians know all about being old for a long time. Yeah, so they they uh, take him downstairs and they pull out the dynasty embalming kit. Which and it's, it takes mums a while to find. Yeah. And whenever he does finally find it, it's something like in the forefront of the picture that you're like, Oh, okay, so you just were fucking with everybody, yeah. or you're either actually blind. Yeah. Which I could see. So, apparently, uh, initially, Romania was just under German rule, and then when the Soviets showed up, they uh, pulled an Uno reverse card on the Germans and helped the Soviets kick them back oh. to Hungary. Oh, that's better. <laughs> so. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they talk about, like, he needs to remove his organs, and Flabber sneezes his brain into his hand, and yeah. they're like, no, no, yeah, no, no, wait. Not like that. Mums not is like about that. to try a full em- uh, uh, embalm. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, that doesn't have to happen. Yeah, surely there's another way. Here's my brain. They're like, no, 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 wait. And he's like, okay. (laughs) Snorts it back up. Just like a sweet (laughs) line of hydrocodone. Yep. And Logal at that moment runs out. I got the drips just thinking about it. (laughs) Logal runs out of the corner. She's like, what's going on? And they're like. Flabber's aging real fast, and he's like, you know what happens at the end of that? And she's like, oh, yeah, You don't read Dorian Gray until (laughs) the the 11th grade. (laughs) And little girl's like, I have just the thing. I know know exactly how to fix that. And everybody's like, great. And she goes to the corner and pulls out a tombstone that says R.I.P. Flabber that she just had prepped. It's beautiful. Because she's... A reaper in training. And, and Cameron, you you uh, uh, put forth the proposition that maybe she has one for every member. Because now, now uh, so we it'd be a know. funny little whatever, but she is a reaper in training. So it would make sense that, that yeah. she's in prayer. Oh, it's, you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, no, he had a joke, you had a, uh, a that, the, the yeah. reaper in training. I was trying to combine the two, and I thought they were... It's Same uh, person it, egregiously, <laughs> so I made a mistake. It's like the it's like the tooth fairy. Uh, you leave your tooth under the under the bed. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah, and then you're not hands. shocked when she has a human fucking skull. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, so she's like, and one. The next and attempt is uh, Frankie hooks him up to all the the uh, Frankensteinian science thingamajigs and starts waiting for lightning to strike and he's old flabbers laying on this slab hooked up to a couple jumper cable type the flabs on the slab if you will slap your slap slap your flab on the slab is that how it goes um I'll slap your slab. Slap your slab on the flab, and we'll guarantee a, a, an evaluation within 0.023 hours. <laughs> so um, that like doesn't work, but the power goes out. Like nothing. They they crank a bunch of levers, and nothing happens. And then the power goes out, but the kids are like, "But Frankie's equipment it's isn't hooked up to the house into- power." Yeah, it's it's not tied into the house's power. So what the fuck is happening? And the <laughs> <laughs> One thing I think Drew goes the energy center, and I was like, "Does the does fuck, Hillhurst the have fuck, an energy the fu- center?" The fucking what? Come on down <laughs> to the energy center. The energy energy center's high on your sphincter. That's a there's a regional joke for folks. <laughs> the grass pads high on grass. 
Best this. radio ad in the world. Uh, <laughs> no, for <unforgettable>. real. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, for real. Like, if I'm getting grass, it's from the grass. <laughs> it works. For any reason, I'm purchasing. It's true. Uh, so, apparently, the Urbana, Ener- the Urbana City Energy Center, which U-R-B-A-N-A, is like a... Urban, yeah. Like yeah. Urban. Urbana. 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 Yeah. And Not... Uh, Urbana is an H E R B A N A S. Yeah, as we just talked about grass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, I just I didn't think about <laughs> like, it when we were like talking about like, it right. right then. Like Urbana, yeah. Illinois. Yes, yeah. exactly. And oh, is that with an H? No, no. Oh, but no, no, like no, this I, is spelled like, like the actual Urbana in Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. So okay. apparently, like the energy center, it's not. It, it's the power plant. You know, they don't. I don't know why yeah, they don't say power plant. Nuclear power plant. Yeah, it does look like a nuclear power nuclear plant. wessels. Like, I looked at it. and I was like, there aren't really enough. There are nearly enough pylons in there for that to be a power plant. What the fuck? Is, it's not a coal fire, at least. Prepare to be annihilated. I don't know what Cylons sound like. Close enough. Is it a protectatron? <laughs> <laughs> and Triplesaurus Rex is like electrocuting the power plant and draining it, I guess. It's a bit, un- I don't know, he's like destroying it, but also draining it. And then later we see him shooting electricity like Ghidorah. Yeah. And def- I feel like that wasn't a reference <laughs> to the three heads. I wish it was, but it probably wasn't. Um, it definitely. I mean, could have been. Was, it was probably subconsciously there. Right. <laughs> Where's the country of origin? That's true. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. For that footage, that would make sense. <laughs> there we go. Monsters attacking. I mean, it's not horrible footage, but it's also like it cuts immediately to Japanese footage, and the monster looks a little bit better in that footage, but it's still not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't even so, finish the actual phrase just, nah. and then back at Hillhurst the kids are still trying to figure out what's going on but they also have put two and two together that the power going out is related to a monster attack so Drew and Roland they transform song counter jumps up to 80 and they Damn. fuck off to go fight a monster leaving <laughs> Joe to protect old flabber with <laughs> Which they were perfectly fine with letting him get killed earlier. It, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. That was a weird decision, They were fine with him having his organs harvested. They were fine with him being turned into an unholy, unalive beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, so the monsters are, like, on the stairwell, and they're plotting uh, that once Flabber's gone, since he always protects the kids, then he can get, the monsters can get the kids once Flabber's gone, because now Joe is protecting Flabber. And it's like, it's well... I mean, the, the kids, what we don't know, like, I guess that I think we, like we talked about the monsters could be thinking that the kids powers will be gone when Flabber's gone. Right. They'll be vulner- vulnerable. The then. Horcrux right. Theory. Because like <laughs> it, it obviously doesn't work. They attack Joe before Flabber's gone. And she Dumb. has her power, so it... <laughs> she beats the shit out of him. Yeah, she yeah. just throws like, stuff at him. Oh, so Flabber's protecting the kids, and there's only Joe protecting the Flabber? In no instance have we ever been seen that Flabber is the end-all, be-all protection to the kids. And he usually feels the pretty kids, hands-off. especially Joe, it's almost as if... She was stationed to look after the feeble Flabber... They're just like, oh yeah, we'll go after this because of plot points, Pilgrim. And then Joe's like, you know what? I'm a little bit buff for you, Pilgrims. She just starts throwing, I think the first couple things are uh, just chests. And then she picks up an she anvil. Throws she throws a box? A chest. A, what did you just say? An anvil. An anvil. Yeah. She, they bat both of those a away. Box. And then an anvil, and then another box. Yeah, a bigger box. Just a much bigger box. Yeah. And then she's like a looking around. Ar- if you will. Yeah, she's looking around <laughs> for what to grab, and she just pizza. grabs the painting and smacks it over all the monsters' heads, and it like you know bursts through a the painting canvas. frame. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the painting of Flabber. Yeah. And it breaks the curse. Yeah. It, there's That's a little all shimmer. You had to do. There's a little like, shimmer, and it's like, oh, you just had to break. Flabber the painting. returns to normal. I want to see the yeah. Nuke He's like, what the fuck is happening? Leaning over less, like, did you make the fucking well, frame out of also what? All, all of the uh, monsters that are trapped within the frame of the uh, bad 
flabber painting. Uh, they're all uh, D D D D D uh, escalated, flabberized. Uh, they they get no they starred. The, a mum's or mum says we've been framed. Yeah, oh my god, that's yeah. what it was. That's what I was trying to think of. And uh, as that's going on, Joe's like, "Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go puns. help the boys." Yeah. And, uh, so I've been cummed. <laughs> oh, no. There's so much cum on me. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> Taylor, me, mum's am asking you. Why do you keep coming on me? <laughs> Worth is just sitting there. I'm in dry bandages. This is not in the script. <laughs> hey, stick to your lines. <laughs> you know, honestly, I would absolutely love and adhere to a script that I was supposed to follow. <laughs> and like, so, like, I get to put in one cum though. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're yeah. they're they're lit- not litigations. Well, there are litigations. There's creative liberties. There, there are litigations. <laughs> to believe there are propagations to the aberrations uh, that I am to the law of the camera. Simulations <laughs> was the word you were looking for. I believe that's the one. No, not in any of that. Actually. Creative liberties. In, in one of the few times I said all the words I meant to. <laughs> oh. So uh, the. All the Beetleborgs are now together fighting. Like, Joe actually flies into the fight with her Beetle AV and just strafes Triple Saurus Rex and blows him back a little bit. She goes down, jumps in with all the the guys, and they stand around. All those guys went back to Johnny's place and And so all three of them are standing together, and they make a joke about, like, uh... Oh, he's he's got electrical power. Well, we better ground, uh, let's ground him. this guy. So they, yeah. they pull out the their batons. The only good pun yeah. in six seventy two episodes. Seventy two. <laughs> yeah. I feel like seventy two is the right number. Seventy. Pretty close. I think it's how many episodes? We're on episode seventy. 68. Not counting bonus stuff. Yeah, we're on. Well, yeah, sixty eight of the whole. Podcast. Oh, shit, not, podcast. not counting bonus stuff. 143. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh. so they then they, they pull out their you know their lance weapons, their pull arms. Yeah. And they just each get a hit in, oh. and that's the kill shot on Triple Saurus Rex. Except it's not. Why? Because he gets a second stage. It's a boss fight. <laughs> he does, dude. He gets a second phase. Yeah, his each <laughs> head. The enemy is mutated. Yeah, it look they do they do the like turn away and the explosion that behind them triggered pose. Me too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and each separate, just a T Rex head looks like like a big blue T Rex sperm. Just launches at the kids and grabs oh, each Beetleborg. Yeah. It flies away like they're fucking <laughs> yeah, Langoliers. It carries them away. <laughs> it's the goddamn Langoliers. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, they should have filmed this episode at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's so, like, it was so unexpected because... Like, why the fuck would you think that's gonna happen? Why? Like, yes, With they. With the heads, like, <laughs> <flying>. <laughs> they just grab them all and just they just <laughs> shoot <laughs> in the sky. And the kids just the Borgs just pull out their laser blasters, and each one of them is a one hit KO, it and that's it. Shows the beam like go in and like slice yeah, them in twain. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like a laser cutter, like it's crazy. <laughs> And then they water cutting thing. Yeah, and that man will never see his wife, his child again. Secondary to him, his best friend Lou. <laughs> Fucking so, Triple Sword Rex shoots back into the page. It's it's weird because we don't see like the crustaceans talking about the uh, flabber portrait not working. They don't have like a. Lush, you fucked up moment. It's just Les freaking out because the monster's back and he gets his, like, super sad face again. (laughs) He's not on an eight-foot canvas anymore, right? No, he flew... Well, he... he, uh, Because the monster wasn't on the big canvas. The monster was just on a regular sheet of paper. Yeah, no, that was was the portrait of... Yeah, uh, Flabber. Flabber, that was the... Yeah, no, I was trying to make it Flabber and Gay. 
Yeah, Greg yeah, Gay. Flabber Gay, Greg. but wow. that's the one. You can't just say Wow, wow. wow. I know. <laughs> and uh Flabber, they're like, where the fuck is he? God damn it. And he pogo sticks into the <laughs> entryway. And he's like, I'm enjoying my second childhood. And he's like, the fuck are you, man? Like, <laughs> I'm having my second child. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then he uses the pogo stick as a jackhammer and just embeds <laughs> it into the ground. <laughs> so uh, they're like talking about what happened. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you know, I'm just going to stick to my own paintings, I think. And he like globs into two and one is him dressed as like an ancient Grecian with like a toga and the uh, uh, olive olive branch or olive crown and then uh, he's like the other flappers dressed like a painter and he's in front of a big canvas painting himself yeah and uh, that's who hasn't painted themselves in the past week right I defy you (laughs) and so that's the uh, end of the episode is the kids laughing at Flabber painting himself. <laughs> Pretty much. And then we get the end credit scene is Mums uh, with a little, uh, what's that French hat? Tricorn? Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, uh, well Tricorn's that- more British, I guess, but... Uh, yeah, he had something like that, and he was, like, uh, holding a paintbrush up to a big canvas and positioning uh, Frankie, uh, Mums, and, and Fangula in certain things like, ah, like Frankie, your hair's a mess here and fixing it and then going over and painting. And then he reveals the painting at the end and it's three stick figures and the monsters get all mad about it. I don't remember that. Yeah. He like pulls it up and it's three uh-huh. like smudgy uh-huh. stick figures and the monster's like, God damn it. <laughs> and that's the, the end of fact, it. Um, you know, that's shit. You know, I can you know Johan Vasquez, the guy, the, the artist behind Zim, uh-huh. uh, when yeah. he was originally doing... Johan Vasquez. Johan, that's it. Okay, so I um, kind of had it right the first time. <laughs> anyway, his, uh, apparently when he first started doing comics before he made Zim, uh, his girlfriend had been pestering him for like two years to draw her as one of his characters for so long that he just made a character called Noodly Boy and it was literally just a fucking stick figure and he's like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. That was the uh, uh, pretense to uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Yeah, it was a spinoff. Uh, yeah, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. If you if you like Invader Zim, that like literally it, it's the same person, the creator of both. It's it's the same person. Johnny the Homicidal Maniac is a uh, fantastic comic column that I recommend that you. Indeed. I'd I'd say you'd pirate. Pirate it, download it. Like I, I don't care. It's probably the best way to get it, dude. If you pirated our content, I wouldn't care. I think it's a great. Like I don't. I know there's there. I mean, we're free, so it doesn't a matter. Small handful, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like you just won't be giving us those stats, so we know how many of you are listening. Can I take right. a pen from you? Yeah. So we've got a couple responsibilities to knock out. No, real we don't. Quick. I think one of them might be real easy. The other one might not be as easy. I don't know. One of my wife and the other is... <laughs> well, the full paperback version of that, yeah. the like director cut thing with a bunch of his other stuff is all 20 bucks. Like all together oh. in like one big... So, first off, rating this monster, Violent Dragon Beast Dinozara. I wish. Uh, Triple Saurus Rex, the king of... I mean, he's just... He's the blue, king, the he's king in of the bottom three, three for lizards. sure. So the yes. you want to know the bottom three currently? Yes. The bottom three currently, uh, bottom one, very last monster smasher, right? Uh, num- that's uh, number that, ten right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Fernzilla, and number uh, eight is Ultimate Conqueror. Either right before, or right after Fernzilla. That's my yeah. yeah I would I'm agree with agreement. that. Um, so I would. I don't say, know which one. I would say. Right. Mm. Ah, damn. That under. is hard. Right. I would it, say it's under. It's a niche. Yeah. It's definitely. Uh, At least there was more creativity put into the fern creature than three head dragon. Yeah, and it's not like used like the three head used in one scene. Yeah. The heads flying away and being their own thing was cool. And if that had lasted more than <laughs> one clip, 
it, it, I think it would have saved him a couple. Out. It would have moved him up a couple <laughs> spots, probably. Oh yeah, because that's sure. a that's a really unique thing, and it second, happens for five so seconds. Second to last is what yeah. I'm feeling. Yeah. Here. So he's our new number yeah. nine, right below yeah. Fernzilla. Great. That's fine. Triple fine by that. Rex. So that's so sad because it's like. Really, all we've been last season has a lot of potential. I feel like last season's Monster Menagerie, it was a lot of like contenders for the like we're constantly adding people into the middle and then kind of the top five, and now it's this like is all it's just it's up all the like all going to the bottom. It's, <laughs> it's just shifting top. up. Like our current number one is Changeling. And <laughs> oh my god! I hated that. Guy. Number one last last season was Amphead, and number two was. Shadowborn, like I know we're gonna get some interesting villains later on. Like we're gonna get some interesting monsters towards the like Astroborg <laughs> side, I think. Right. The but new like Gary, the destroy manager. <laughs> <laughs> the nature. He micromanages his team. <laughs> <laughs> so our other responsibility, this one might be just as easy as that. Uh, bronze, silver, or gold. Oh, bronze. God, high bronze. High bronze. The episode itself yeah, was terribly bad. Exactly. If, if if we had a uh, more than three tier lateral system, it would be more nuanced. But it's bronze. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you think if Triple Saurus Rex, if that plot wasn't in it and it was all focused on the portrait, we would move it up? Uh, the opposite. If oh. if he was more involved. Oh. Uh, or maybe or, tied to the painting or something. Or, yeah, or if the Dorian Gray Flabber portrait had just a touch more... Like, if if his degradation and powers affected the Beetleborgs... Uh, like, it, yeah, that would be interesting. If their power started to... Yeah, wait, exactly. That would add the weight. It had the potential of weight with power. none of it right. representing... And uh, some of the other episodes have been similar or they've been like, here's what it would have been with this weight added, but it didn't actually add that weight. You know, you see, yeah. So, yeah, I I think a solid bronze on this one, like a a, like little towards the higher side. But obviously, I mean, we're getting the second to last tier monster in this episode. I am before Drew's like, why did you put this as a bronze? This is my favorite episode ever. (laughs) Wait, you know, like. I think we've had three or four episodes this season that we've said on the podcast is a bronze. We've had a lot, but we've had three or four where people have specifically like say? commented under that episode on you know, Twitter or something and been like, like, that's their favorite. This one was one. Of, I remember this being one of my favorites. I'm like, I mean, like, I know people have like nostalgia goggles for yeah. metallics. And you especially. didn't go over the whole show as far as we. Yeah, have. I think like when you when you like sit down and watch it, and that's all you're doing, and then you then spend like an hour talking about it, you get a different perspective. Yeah. But I I think this is a I've perfectly solid bronze. Before. I'm literally yeah. watching right. the show for the first time each episode. Yeah, <laughs> and I've made sure to not watch ahead because of the show for yeah. this purpose. <laughs> so, uh, solid bronze. I don't have anything else to add this evening. No, uh, I'm 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 reading the Irredeemable Ant Man, which is one of my favorites because if you'll know what Hank Pym is in the comics, he is a wife. Uh, either depending on where you jump in, he's either an abuser or a killer. He's killed Janet before, uh, but like any fucking Marvel property, she they retcon back. every ten years. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the irredeemable Ant-Man is about a dude who he's just a shield agent and he steals the suit off of his best friend that also stole the suit. And he's just a giant piece of shit, but he watches Captain Marvel shower. So if you're into that creepy shit, which I know (laughs) if you're affiliated with this stuff, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, if you want, if you really wanted, I'll put a pull for fe- the sexual uh, <laughs> activity. But I know that nobody wants that. And then Cricket's getting really loud. She's getting so. real loud all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, I was going to say what comic I've been reading lately. What have I been reading lately? Oh, oh yeah, I've been reading uh, the new, the current Beast Wars comic. Okay. Um, that's, I think, an IDW book. 
And then I've been reading uh, images. Um, shit. What's it called? Images shit. That's the one. Volume one. I love that I can't one. remember the name of it. Actually, I've not been reading that as much. I've really been reading Boom Studios, Power Rangers comics, catching up on those, and then reading Beast Wars. Um, that's why I can't remember the comic that I'm thinking of because I'm three issues behind, like three, <sighs> three and a half months behind. That's not even close to bad. I know. I'm going to find it. I really should. I really should be able to. Um, Radiant Black. Why couldn't I think of that? I don't uh, know. I got to go pee. OK. <laughs> yeah, I've been reading Radiant Black, Power Rangers and uh, Transformers Beast Wars. In comics. Well, good for you. <laughs> I know. Uh, and with that, I've been Cam. I've been Nick. And I've been in disappointment. Have we used that one before? Yo, many, many a times. times. <laughs> That's kind of the default. That's good. If anything. And we've been the Big Bad, Bad Beetle Bros. Support this podcast and visit projectlouder.net and provide us with your email.